it's you become aware of what is, you describe what's going on on the inside, and you ask yourself the question, and what can I or do I want to do with that? The Startup Student Podcast, the podcast for students who want to be their own boss, where students and experts from across the world and I, Christine, give you practical advice. We are looking into tips all around starting and marketing your own business, as well as productivity to better balance your student and business life. Turn your idea into reality. I'm your host, Christine. Let's start this episode. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to this week's podcast episode. Thank you for listening. And this is the third episode of the Leading with Your Head and Heart series with Florian Hager. Welcome back, Florian. Hey, and nice to be back again. Yes, I can't wait for this episode. Um, guys, if you have not listened to the first two, you should. Um, the first one was a bit more about an intro about the topic and you get to know Florian a bit better and his story. It's very inspiring. And in the last episode, we talked about date. And in this episode, it's all about emotional leadership and how you can make use of your emotions because they're just energy that you can work with. But uh, that sounds very intriguing, hopefully intriguing enough for you to keep listening. Um, so I'm going to hand over to Florian to kick off this topic and explain a bit more what I meant by saying that. <laughs> so we're going fully in. It's... For most people, when I start talking about those things, they are actually quite counterintuitive. Most people would say emotion is usually the thing that holds me back. It's the emotions like anger or it's like frustration, it's worries, fear, and so on. All those things that when we speak about emotions, many people talk about those. And in most cases, we see them as the enemy. Because think about a moment when you are in rage, you're angry, or you're just frustrated because something doesn't work out. You, you don't perform the way you want to, you expect from yourself or others don't comply. There's millions of reasons why we can feel those kinds of emotions. And usually what happens is that our vision narrows, uh, we lose our focus, we're actually not really hearing or seeing what's going on on the outside anymore because we're so concerned and so occupied with our own stuff inside and everything starts just to be blurry and most of the time this is why we tend to name those things negative we consider them as enemies we say oh my god and this emotion and i can't do anything about it and i don't know what to do with it and it just happens this is usually what people say afterwards when they reflect and say that that is so not me and i don't know what to do about it and the thing is the problem starts when we name those things as enemies or as negative this is where it starts that something inside us becomes something bad so imagine the, the, the underlying presupposition, the underlying thought is that something inside me is wrong, that something inside me is bad. But how absurd is that if you think about it? I believe we are as an organism, we're an amazing, brilliant machine, nothing but we can create as humans, whatever, or as so far as now, as, uh, be, as complex and 
amazing working as the human body and everything that comes with it. So how could be something inside us against us? How could be something inside us an enemy? So imagine if everything that happens inside you and now take away the labeling, take away that it makes me feel good, it makes me feel bad. If you take away all those things and you just look at it with the eyes of a scientist without interpretation, but with just mere observation, and you describe what's going on inside you, you will soon find out that what happens inside you is nothing else but a rush of energy. How you label that energy is up to you. And how you label that energy has consequences. Because let me tell you in a story. Let me say there is Eva and there's Maria. Eva gets raised in a family that is uh, kind of conservative. They are very calm people, very smart, how to say, like people that are literated, reading a lot, academic people, but they don't risk much in their life. They're very safe. They're playing it safe all the time. So they don't travel much. They don't do crazy stuff. So Eva, at some point, she's 17 years old. She's moving around in the world. She's becoming independent. And slowly, slowly, she is maneuvering herself in a situation that is overwhelming for her. She's overchallenged. And she's under pressure. And she doesn't know quite what to do. So all of a sudden, her heart starts pounding faster. She feels how her body gets hot. And that the air is becoming more tight. She's becoming tight in her chest and the breath is like shorter and all of a sudden she realizes oh my god this is stress and stress I've heard is negative and everything that comes with it and oh my god I think it's a panic attack and she's getting a panic attack and on the other side there's Maria Maria is born and raised in a family that a bit crazier they are liking to challenge the world and everything around they travel everywhere and they do a lot of sports hiking climbing everything that you would consider either crazy or dangerous or risky they try it so when Maria is 17 she's of course old enough to run around by herself and as well maneuvering herself in over challenging situations and what happens is that her heart starts pounding faster. She feels how her body gets hot. And all of a sudden, can she feel that her chest is becoming more tight and the breath is becoming more short? And she's like, oh, I love this kind of feeling, this energy. What happened? What is the difference between Eva and Maria? It's the labeling. It's how they deal with what is happening inside them. I hope you could follow me in this story because it's even far-fetched for some people who don't really engage with these kinds of topics. But if you think about what happens inside us is basically nothing. It's just a signal that comes from your brain going to your muscles and activating a certain state or changing your hormonal environment and activating certain areas in the brain and deactivating some others. That's basically on a physiological level what happens. 
what we call what is happening inside us is depending on how it makes us feel. So if we label what is inside us as negative, it would have negative consequences. If it is positive, or we call it positive, it will become a friend. It will become a power that enhances us. This is the basic underlying presupposition that is important to understand. So I can turn around everything that is happening inside us and make it a friend. It doesn't mean that with labeling things different, all of a sudden you can change everything, but it means that you now have the opportunity to build a new relationship with everything that is happening on the inside. And this is the first step to using what is inside you as a gift. Really interesting. I was following and uh, also identifying some with both. And this would be maybe an interesting question for you, um, because maybe probably depending on the state <laughs> that you are in um, during the week, depending on what happened around you, what happened in your life, in your business, personal life, will influence um, how you feel and um, also influence if you get stressed, not stressed or something about it, but I think also massively impact how you're going to deal with it and how you're going to label it um, subconsciously, not consciously like we're talking about now, because once you are more aware of it, like you say, it gives you the opportunity to, to deal with it in a different way and use it in a, in a if we want to label it positive way. Um, mm -hmm. But well, what do you think? I mean, if because I can identify with both. Sometimes when I get stressed, I can really freak out. I, I luckily don't get panic attack, but I can really freak out um, and also shout if I want, even if no one is around, just shout at the computer. <laughs> but sometimes I get when I'm really stressed and I have to to get a lot of things done or something. I can I can just breathe and think. Okay, let's use this. Not really with these thoughts, but uh, what's happening is really I think. Okay, let's use this uh, adrenaline that's in my in my body and just be super productive and work with focus through everything. And I stay quite calm and um, know. Okay, I have the same amount of money, but uh, money <laughs> well, that would be good. Uh, same amount of time to deal with it. Uh, but maybe last week I reacted this way, and this week I react that way. So what do you think, mm. how can we, is that, is that normal? <laughs> Does people have that? Do, do you agree? No, this, this is uh, totally wrong. <laughs> I know I'm not normal, but uh, I mean, in, in, in general, um, I guess oh. that it, it's influenced by what's happening around us and in which mood and state we are in already. Um, and how can I ensure, maybe with visual reminders, or I don't know, to be more conscious about this and then make use of it? Mm. First of all, yes, it's totally normal and not every day is the same. <laughs> that doesn't mean that you're normal. I didn't say that. <laughs> no, that's true. And I don't want to be, so that's fine. <laughs> Who wants to be normal? So the thing is, every day is different. And it would be absurd to say that every day should be perfect. I have the tools and now I can turn everything around and there will only be good days. What would be a good day if there is no bad days? I mean, you know. The thing is, and even if you have the tools and you have the awareness, which you mentioned before, that is for me very important because everything starts first with the awareness. It, it's like, how am I feeling right now? What is going on on the inside? This is questions you can ask yourself to become more aware of what's just happening. 
And before the labeling already starts, sit down or stand up, whatever it makes you feel that is happening, and then close your eyes for a moment. And it just is a brief moment that you will see it becomes even faster and faster and faster by the time it's practicing. It's like a muscle that you train. And all of a sudden, sometimes you don't even need to close your eyes anymore. And you realize, okay, I'm feeling bam, 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 bam. And you start describing what's going on on the inside, but not interpreting. Because, and this is what I say when I mean labeling. When I'm saying, I'm feeling afraid, I'm feeling stressed, I'm feeling angry. How do you know that? That is an interpretation. What do you really feel on a physical level? And this is where you start turning things around. It's like, I'm feeling like something inside me is hot. I'm feeling that something inside me is moving. I'm feeling that something inside me is getting tight and heavy. It feels like it's black. This is an, a description of what's going on on the inside, which believe me, it is a funny thing to do because it's, it's really not easy to find the right words to, to describe what's going on. But it's really powerful because once you separated the interpretation from the description, you have a very different spectrum of opportunities because all of a sudden you're not angry, but now you're like, I'm feeling inside me is something moving very strong and it makes me want to ba 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 ba. And now you know what you feel like. And this is so cool what you said before because you said sometimes I want to shout it out. That's a very healthy thing to do. If we allow ourselves to act accordingly to how we feel on the inside without damaging anything on the outside, Brené Brown once said, it's about acting up your, on your emotions, not act them out. Yeah, that makes sense? Yeah. Act up yeah. on your emotions, don't act them out. Don't destroy things around you or yourself, <laughs> but find a way to act accordingly to how you feel on the inside. And for that, you need to become aware first of how I'm feeling at the present moment, which can change from moment to moment. And the nice thing about it is, and what most of my clients benefits like so much from that work is that the more you take the time to check what's going on on the inside, the more you learn to find the proper description and, and this detach it from the labeling and the interpretation, the faster you will be able to tap into what's going on, the faster you can turn it around for you and dissolve it by the root or use it for you. Because imagine you're feeling angry and you say, what is it? I feel this energy, I feel blah, blah, blah. And you describe it and all of a sudden, and what do I want to do with that now? And you direct it toward your goals, toward your projects. I have met people, super successful people, and they say, I don't want to get rid of my fear, of my fear, my anger. It's my driving engine. I want to have that anger because it gets me up in the morning and makes me work even harder. Important is that fear doesn't destroy you, that you use the fear for you, that you use the anger for you without being controlled by it. And you take charge of what's going on once you engage with what is going on on the inside. Once you do the steps and again, it's you become aware of what is, you describe what's going on on the inside and you ask yourself the question and what can I or do I want to do with that?
And this is how you will find yourself being able to turn around things. And yes, of course, I please, if you listen to this right now, don't start sailing on the open sea with no training, just go out into the storm. If you want to start sailing, you do it in the harbor, you do it with instructions, you do it with calm waters. So don't try those techniques when you are on the maximum of your emotional outbreak. Do it, let's say there's a scale from zero to minus 10 on your emotional range while where minus 10 is like, I can't handle it. I'm overwhelmed, I'm falling apart. And zero is, I don't care. So if you try those techniques, try them on a level from zero to minus five and see how it works for you. And then slowly, slowly do that with ever harder things. So, and what happens is when you do that, your emotional range broadens. So this is what I tried to say before. My, what my clients benefit so much is that their emotional range is broadening so wide that they are, first of all, when you feel yourself only then can you feel others, yeah? And when you have this emotional range and this capacity for emotion, Imagine how you can deal with different circumstances in your life more easy, more accordingly, more effectively. Because the more you are flexible to adapt and to adjust emotionally to what is going on in the inside and the outside, the more you will experience life flow in your life. Life flow is a concept I we, we really don't let, I have the time to get into that, but it's something I developed apart from the workflow. And it's something that helps you to be guided by your inside teaching and training, intuition and decision-making powers and so on. Is there any question from you, Christine, so far? Anything you have to mention or something I didn't, that didn't come across so well? No, no. Uh, it was perfect to follow. And uh, I can, like I said, identify with a lot of these. Um, I think I did make progress uh, over the past 20 years uh, with um, not acting uh, out <laughs> on the emotions because I did in the past and uh, also destroyed sometimes something, not too many things mm. <laughs> uh, and mm. not um, really in, in a grave way that I had to throw something away. But um, I, I, I think, uh, yeah, now it's more, I, I really rarely have this that I really have to, to shout. But if I do, I, I do, but I don't do anything else uh, <laughs> and destroy anything around me. And also not um, people, of course, this is more when <laughs> I, I am with me uh, and uh, yeah, something is, is not the way it should be, um, in my opinion. But yes, uh, no, thank you. That was uh, very insightful and uh, three easy steps. Become aware, describe and do something with it. Decide what you want to do with it. This labeling and we were talking about labeling um, also uh, in the last episode where you said, uh, okay, imagine if there's no right or wrong, but just, okay, does it benefit me or does it uh, not benefit me? And mm -hmm. uh, I like this way of thinking because it, it simplifies things, even though it's not a simple thing to do, but it's just breaking <laughs> it down into something that you can actually do. So yeah, mm -hmm. thank you for that. No, I, I don't have any other questions uh, apart from what, what else what you want to say. mention. <laughs> 
what they say, simple but not easy. Ah, yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, on the end, I totally uh, feel you where you're coming from. It takes one to no one. And I mean, I have had stuff to deal with from where I came from. And I look back or look in, yeah, if I look back in the past, I, I don't recognize myself anymore. I had, I had issues to deal with. I come from a family where there was not much. And I had anger issues. My, my parents separated when I was six and divorced. And I believe I took it out on myself. I became a perfectionist. And in, on, that, on that way, on that journey, I kind of almost destroyed myself. So I'm speaking from experience when I'm saying the best project you'll ever work on is you. It's, it's really the most powerful thing you can do because everything I believe more and more and more every day by day that you experience on the outside is a reflection of what you and who you are on the inside. It's like as we would create the world around us as a mirror of reflection of our inside. And as, as esoteric or far-fetched that might sound for some people, I really see that more and more and more. How is it that I know a different Christine than your boyfriend does? And everybody knows a different Christine because everybody projects a different him or herself on you. So our outside and as well our successes, our business, our everything we achieve is a mere representation of who and what I am on the inside, how far I am developed. And it's probably a German thing to say if I step on your shoes now, but your I environment you around would say you. I, I step on your toes, they say in English. Oh, okay, cool. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's like uh, measure your inside development on your successes on the outside. Because it's, it's what I have experienced always. I'm my own bottleneck when it comes to my development, when it comes to goals, when it comes to achievements and so on. It's always me that stops me from getting where I actually want to be. So getting like engaging with the emotions that are happening on the inside is for me the most powerful journey there is to change things sustainably to the better for yourself and for your environment, for the people you love. Yeah, lovely. Uh, thank you. It's uh, always very inspiring uh, and lovely to listen to you and a lot of wisdom and practical wisdom and uh, things that you can do around it. And I'm a big believer in practical things and not just inspiring, um, but mm -hmm. so that people actually know what to do with it. And uh, a lot of times people uh, say something, but don't walk the talk either themselves, yeah. or um, people feel very inspired, but then half an hour later, it wears off and you think, okay, but what can I actually do yeah. now? So that's the same with events and stuff. So that's, me- That's what makes you an entrepreneur, Christine. <laughs> Exactly. But that's also everything I do. It's uh, very practical and um, precise. Also, probably because I'm German. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, uh, thank you so much for your time um, again. And I'm really looking forward to uh, talking for the next episode soon, which will be about uh, vulnerability. And that will be also a very interesting 
topic uh, where we probably go deeper into being authentic and accepting who you are and working further with who you are and your emotions. So I can't wait. Thank you so much for your time, Florian, and I'll speak to you soon. Thank you so much for listening and for your time. And I hope to speak to you soon again. That was it. Thanks for tuning in. And just to let you know, there's a free 30-day Kickstart Your Business Challenge available on my website, creativestartupacademy.com slash kickstart. And it turns your business idea into reality in just 30 days. And if you could leave a review for this podcast, please, please, please do so because it will help me with my ranking. Thanks so much. I'm looking forward to talking to you next time. Bye-bye.